0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: everyone and welcome to our character profile of Kathy Matthews who has um, recently celebrated her fifth anniversary on Coronation Street can you believe that she's been there Woo-hoo-hoo! so long I know 20th of April 2015 was when she made her first appearance I remember when she came in and it it kind of felt like she was going to be um, she, she could very well have been a character that's put in for one story you know her yeah, story I mean, of I mean. getting Roy out of his post haley funk and then disappearing off into the night again but she's got her feet under the table now hasn't she and <laughs> yeah is, is in it for the long haul i feel so yeah we thought we'd have to spend the bonus podcast this week discussing her first five years in the cobbles and just seeing seeing what we think about her so Gemma, tell us please the statistics statistics for kathy
0: kathy was born on the 12th of april 1961 she has a sister, Nessa Warner.
1: Boo. <laughs> no, we like that. Everybody else hated Nessa, but no, I think but we quite she liked wrong her. One. She, she...
0: You can you can like someone and still say boo.
1: Okay, okay. She she scoffed the turkey. She's naughty during, uh, that's what I want. She scoffed Ken's turkey. on the vegetarian christmas he
0: enjoyed her so much she was married to alan matthews she first appeared on the 20th of april 2015 she's been in 390 episodes she is played by melanie hill
1: melanie hill ooh, famous actress
0: um the casting was announced on the 23rd of february 2015 and she's had this to say i'm chuffed a bit to be joining the cast of my favorite soap my family and i grew up watching it and to actually be working on it is a dream come true.
1: She was definitely one of those castings when it was announced. Everyone was like, "Oh, we know her."
0: Oh, oh, she is quite a
1: uh, famous actress in the in, in the UK before this, and Coronation Street has only propelled her further into the upper echelons the of, of yeah, of, exactly, of UK TV stardom. And um, it was Stuart Blackburn who was the producer at the time where, um, that introduced this character. And uh, this is what he had to say about her. Always one of my favourite bits about character profile. How is the character supposed to be when? She first came onto the show let's hear it recently widowed kathy is an engaging yet sometimes chaotic woman though we her... can say that about anybody <laughs> though her indecision <laughs> can drive her friends mad Behind the vulnerable front is a woman who truly does have a heart of gold. Gentle, kind and intelligent, she has more to offer than she knows. And in Roy, she'll find a friend who will ultimately bring out the best in her. Tell you what, it's so nice to read ones like this, rather than the standard... Oh, she's man a man-eater. Man eater. Oh, she's going to get guys' heads she's gonna turning. She's going to
0: cross paths with some of the big names on the street and cause friction wherever
1: she goes. This actually feels like they had an idea. They actually developed a character who is a little bit different. Uh, yeah. her. Um, we're delighted that Melanie Hill has agreed to join us and take on the role familiar I'm sure to our audience Melanie is an incredible actress who I know will soon propel Cathy to the heart of Coronation Street Aww. so has it worked has Cathy been propelled to the heart of Coronation Street let's find out
0: um, I'd say the periphery I'd I, say like I know
1: it is she has been propelled to the, the periphery heart, hasn't like she like
0: maybe the pancreas or something
1: <laughs> or the liver the amount that she's drinking mm. at the moment um yeah, so she she was famous beforehand. I, I I can't remember exactly what I knew her from. I know I definitely seen her on the bill because she played uh, the wife of Jim Carver, who was like the original character on yeah, the bill, wasn't he? he was the the Jim. main PC right from the beginning? But then it was like twenty oh, years bring later. Back the bill. I know that he married her, and I vividly remember a scene where Jim Carver, who was a recovering alcoholic at the time, was dating. Um, that Kathy's not Kathy's character, so sort of Mel's character, and she tried to Marie give him. Carver. Oh yeah, Marie. That's right. Um, he she gave him some liqueur chocolates and he spits it out. And he's like, no, I to have fool. to admit I'm an alcoholic. But I, I I vividly remember from that, I loved I loved Jim Carver and I loved Marie Carver on the bill as well. She people, was just still only in it for a couple of years, I think. Most but.
0: people spit those chocolates out because they're bloody disgusting. Does anyone like liqueur chocolates?
1: I'm sure they do.
0: Why? I don't know why they make them. They're horrible.
1: They're boozy. That's all it takes they Just some drink people.
0: alcohol and eat
1: chocolate. <laughs> I think probably... Um, Else, outside of the bill, which I wouldn't say was one of um, Mel's biggest roles at all, is Alfie the Saint-Pet, which I, yeah. I, never, I don't think I've ever watched Alfie the Saint-Pet. It was a little bit before my time.
0: I think I don't remember
1: much. That had uh, Timothy everyone. Spall in, didn't it? That was like an, an 80s sitcom. Um, so Red. she was in that. She was in Bread, another big uh, UK sitcom, uh, and more recently than that, Waterloo Road, which uh, and Katie McGlynn was in as well, of course. So she she was big. She'd she'd had um, a couple of film roles as well. She was in Brassed Off, which is the you know, that Northern film that is supposed to that be isn't good.
0: Billy Elliot or the Full Monty? Or the Full
1: Monty. Yeah, it's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like um, the Cornetto Saga, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um just yes the
0: grim up north trilogy it
1: is it is indeed it's about a load of people tooting on their horns or something i've got
0: no idea but what it is i haven't about. seen
1: Brass off i don't i, I don't Ballyellio think either. i would like it no. and i know everybody what who is says brass it's about a band isn't it is it yeah everybody who says it says it's wonderful but i don't know i just get the impression i would find it a little bit dry but, you know, I'm always up for watching well, something that sure Coronation Street cast member has been in. So Melanie maybe Hill one day. Melanie would be
0: thrilled to hear your critique of a film that you're not interested in watching.
1: <laughs> I've said I might watch it one God, day. what else
0: are you famous for?
1: Marion Sean Bean.
0: That's right. Sean Bean.
1: Of um, Game of Thrones fame and of other things. James
0: Bond fame.
1: He's quite a famous chap. He's most famous for getting killed and in almost everything that he's been in.
0: I think, I wonder if he's more for... Famous for Lord of the
1: Rings or Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones at the moment. Although, it was, you know, it was only in the first series of that, wasn't it?
0: Well, wow, that's a spoiler.
1: Uh, so anyway, they, so they were married for seven years and then they got divorced. But um, I, I don't did, I even think I realised that. No, for, I didn't. For ages. So we've got to pop it on Resimania. You do, you do, you do. So anyway, um, let, let's let's have a chat about Cathy. find out what she's been up to. And it's funny because her story on Coronation Street really is too... It's a game of two ass, really, isn't it? Because the first couple of years in it, she did seem like a very different character in it. She? she was going around different characters and shit. She, she looked was like a lot her... more
0: prominent in, in her early years, and now it feels like she's been relegated, as I said, it feels like to, she's the to the
1: pancreas. Uh, or, or indeed to the funny bone, I would say, because she's ter- <laughs> yeah, she went what from what felt like at the beginning, a very deep character who was in serious storylines. So she had more, op-
0: more ability. More opportunity to show her range. In she, hasn't, she
1: has got a great range. Yeah, she does. Um, but at the moment, she is more used as the Comet Relief. And so I blame Brian for that. So Yeah, indeed, so do I. But I, I would say that's my, my overall um, um, summary, even though we've only just started, of Kathy. I think they need to go back and remember just what a brilliant actress that Mel is and give her the opportunity to do more than just have a bit of a giggle with Brian.
0: You could say that about loads of characters.
1: Oh, I know, totally, totally. Right, Um, go on,
0: tell me what happened before. Okay,
1: so before she even came onto Coronation Street, she had a dark secret, which is perfect foundations for a soap character, I have to say. She married Alan Matthews, and he had a secret affair with Nessa, her sister, and that resulted in the birth of Alex. Um, Yeah. So Nessa's husband, Nigel, finds out about this, leaves her, and then blackmails Alan into paying child maintenance.
0: You don't even have to... um, Blackmail some people into paying child maintenance. They just do it, and it's not even for their kid.
1: Gary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um In two thousand and fourteen, Alan dies of liver cancer, and then Kathy tries to take on his allotment and also develops a hoarding problem. So oh. she she had a such a uh, a life before Coronation Kathy, Street even started. Apart
0: from the the husband dying of liver cancer, Kathy's two thousand and fourteen feels very much like what well, I'm trying to do with my twenty twenty.
1: What? A, trying to try get a and lot, fail lot at an allotment.
0: And developing a hoarding problem. <laughs> what, your hoarder? Uh, look around the room. <laughs> old, old issues of Coronation Street magazine mainly at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so two thousand and fifteen. This is when she came into the program, and she first appeared in the allotment. And the, those allotments are ones that we visited yeah. one time. They're over in a uh, sale, aren't they? Yeah. We went and you we tried to get into one, but they were it's all, like, you're not allowed, all locked the thing up. So is, we, we went to Kathy's uh, allotment and peered in. Yeah,
0: we did. Like losers. The thing is about allotments is they've got really strict rules. Because I'm trying to get into an allotment at the moment. I've been to on the way. You try list, digging
1: underneath it. And is no where you try pole vaulting over, tried, try, trying to squeeze through the bars, but that's going to take it. a little bit longer for that diet. Thanks, darling. <laughs> Talking um, about myself, obviously. I have,
0: yeah, I've been trying to get into an allotment for a year, and I'm still like, I've still got another two years to go, probably. But the list of rules about who you're allowed in to take into an allotment. So no wonder they locked us out. You're not even allowed more than two guests if, you're, if you've are if you got your own allotment. Really? What if I want to dig up some potatoes?
1: Well, Cathy bypassed all of this by having a husband with an allotment that died and then she went right to the top of the queue. Problem is, she didn't know what to do with that. Uh, her introduction was getting crossed at Sharif when he chucked rubbish from his and Roy's allotment all into hers.
0: Hang on a minute. Where's the potatoes gone that were over there?
1: What potatoes?
0: There's a box of potatoes.
1: I've got no idea.
0: That's worrying. Why? Because it just made, just made me remember mum gave me some potatoes. Talking of allotments, arm.
1: we had a box of potatoes in the lounge that's magically disappeared. There's
0: some Maris potatoes somewhere in this room that have been chitted and are ready to grow. And if they get buried under a blanket, they might very well sprout.
1: I think that Sharif's been in here when we've not been looking and chucked them out the window. He was chucking the rubbish into, Roy, um, into hers and so she comes and has a go at him and Roy... Um, offers to help tidy her allotment. It's up, very and that's poor, how they get talking.
0: But very poor allotment etiquette to throw rubbish onto someone else's allotment. Sharif but was a Sharif pig. He was didn't always care. a horrible man.
1: Yeah, he was like, "Hurry up! I've got stuff to do. I need to go and see my secret." Oh,
0: Whoops.
1: that's not ready to come out yet.
0: Roy and Kathy bond over the fact they've both got dead spouses
1: they do liver cancer versus pancreatic cancer all the conversations they could have so yeah at the early stages kathy and roy were like that weren't they they were they
0: very much were
1: yeah um where's that although
0: exactly exactly
1: where's it gone um she although it's a bit of a tumultuous relationship at the beginning although it's not a relationship at all friendship should we say because she at one point she overhears roy and sharif talking about maybe taking over her plot because she's incapable of looking after herself, so she didn't like that. And then she disappears off screen for a month, comes back um, later on in the year trying to offload a load of Alan's elderflower cordial, um, which um, to try and fund her allotment fee. Um, and it turns out that it's fermented and gets everybody drunk or something, if I remember rightly. So Roy I'll says,
0: for
1: that. "Look, come and work at the cafe for a bit and earn yourself a bit of money, and then jobs are good on. So, um, one day, Roy and Carla go around Kathy's house, finding her mid-argument with some bailiffs, because it turns out, in classic soap fashion, Kathy is having money woes. Oh, no. She's massively in debt. Oh, what? And... And I loved. I really found this interesting. This element of her story. She had a hoarding problem. Yeah, I love this. That felt like nobody else in Curry had had that. Every
0: yeah, and it was also it felt
1: new and fresh.
0: It was also at the time I think when people were becoming fascinated with people that were hoarding, mm. and there were all these programs on TV about people that hoard, and nobody really understands why you would. I mean, understand why you collect things that are good, but some people collect rubbish, don't they? And they can't. And they can't throw it away. Yeah. She, she was having that kind of problem.
1: Yeah, so much so that at one point she gets trapped underneath a fallen pile of bric-a-brac and Roy has to come round and rescue her out of there. Anyway, he, and he says, look, you better come and stay with me for a bit because you're living in a death trap, Cathy. I, I love the set because it was just piled yeah. high with junk, wasn't well, it? was a pair And of... it was in somebody's actual house, I think, if I remember rightly. It wasn't a, yeah. a, a built set. Yeah, a you like
0: to bring their own stuff or Do think they just put a, a thing in the paper going, are you a hoarder?
1: John, well, I wonder John whether John they... I mean, I guess that they must have just... Carted a load of stuff from the props department and coronation. I don't know.
0: Street. Wouldn't it just be easier to find someone who was messy?
1: <laughs> yeah. Can we use your house, please? Um. We'll, we'll even set it on fire at the end of the storyline because spoiler <laughs> alert, this is where this is going.
0: Um. Didn't this this happened in real life to some brothers who lived in New York? One of them died. He got buried under a pile of rubbish and died, and then the other one as well. They just got c- c- collapsed onto. Well,
1: that would have been very maudlin. And I
0: also saw a picture. Of a an Amer- like, because you know how American houses are made of wood. I do instead of normal Bricks. things, and there was a
1: <laughs> you weirdos, America. What are you doing? Well, Fire hazard, much?
0: Well, the, there was a picture of this one of these like kind of Victorian-looking um, wooden houses, but the edges of one of one of the rooms were bulging literally out from the side, where so much sheer volume of stuff had actually busted the walls open, so that so that it was. Like, there was a big kind of curve, and you could see all this stuff inside the house. It was incredible.
1: And I, I, I did, I found it I'm fascinating. Fascinated. I think,
0: it's, I think pe- nowadays we're not, not allowed to be fascinated and watch programmes about it, because it's a bit exploitational. But yeah. in 2015, you can, you Anything can go, what? When- what? That's crazy!
1: Yeah. So, the, this is when, it was around about this time, I would guess, when the the romance between... Mm-hmm. Roy and Kathy started blossoming somewhat. And they, they yeah. had... They, and that, I tell you what... D- David and Mel had lovely chemistry. It was so sweet. And this was, this was as well at the time when people were saying, never, Roy never. can't move on from Hayley yet. And I, and I was probably saying that as well, saying he's not ready to move on from, from Hayley. Nobody's going to replace Hayley. You couldn't think, possibly. And I was watching this and thinking, oh, you know what? I think that Roy and Kathy could actually work together. Roy, and still Roy looking and Kathy, back on them. Now I'm thinking, it, it could have, you know. It could have worked. And uh, and it it probably was too soon, but ah uh, anyway, i just I remember the art gallery stuff and thinking yeah they they do work nicely together, um, Meanwhile, they
0: go out to an art gallery yes,
1: they go out to an art gallery, and meanwhile, Fizz and Tyrone and Chesney set to clearing the house, and she gets back, realizes that they've been you know touching her stuff when she's been away, and she gets um pretty upset by that because she she's it, It's her thing that she is in control of and now it's what was neatly piled in some kind of organisational fashion in her head has just been cast into disarray. So in September that year, Cathy tells Anna that she's falling for Roy, but she doesn't want to ruin their friendship. This is the time when Alex rocks up, Cathy's nephew. He notices straight away that she fancies Roy and starts teasing her openly. He's got he's got no filter, has Alex, has he? Which we have discovered last week on the show when he had a go at whoever it was for not bringing in a... Uh, Adam. Adam, it was, wasn't it, for not bringing in a disposable cup. Um, all gets a little bit embarrassing, so Kathy goes to leave. But when her bus breaks down, and this was on the live episode, Roy catches up with it and they kiss. And that was a really, really sweet moment on the live episode. I love that, and I don't think I knew that was going to happen as well at the end of the year Nessa turns up Kathy's sister she gets into a relationship with Ken and then gets a job at the salon so both sisters at the time were dating characters on Coronation Street that the fans weren't necessarily ready to move on from their iconic partners neither of them have stood the test of time um what did you think of Nessa because I I think I think we liked her I think I liked her more than the fans generally did I thought she was a bit of fun, but I could totally see how people would find it irritating and I think she was supposed to be irritating. She just you can't nod on the podcast, Joe. Oh, it doesn't I would, pick it up. I
0: would, okay. What's I've that? been trying to get a word in Edgeways for quite a while. Have you? Have
1: I not let you speak? Tell you what, Joa, you tell me all about what Roy and Kathy and Nessa have been getting up to in two thousand
0: and sixteen. Roy discovers some love letters from Nessa to Alan. What and um, Nessa begs him to destroy them, but it's too late because Kathy has already found them and she decides to dump Roy because he didn't tell her what happened. Tactic. So she sets fire to them, but then accidentally sets fire to the entire house. Everything goes up in smoke. Roy has to rescue her, and so Kathy takes him back out of gratitude. That was,
1: <laughs> that was a really sweet moment as well, if I remember rightly, when Roy, Roy comes in and saves the day.
0: Nessa leaves the street... And then we have Nick and Carla's wedding disaster. So Kathy, after that, proposes to Roy and he says no.
1: He's not, yeah. He's also a bit of a no filter guy, is he, Roy? He just says what he means. Will you marry me? Nope.
0: Nope. Then, to make matters worse, Carla runs Kathy over and she does a little somersault into
1: the wall. That was so fun. That was the bit when um, was it Carla was revving her engines at Tracy, Tracy wasn't she? And then Tracy gets out of the way, and Kathy, she literally she does she cartwheels into the air, doesn't (laughs) she? She pushes Alex out of the way. That was great. It was obviously very obviously a a Melanie Hill shaped dummy, but that was a that was a fun little stunt.
0: During her recovery, Roy then agrees to marry her because I guess he feels guilty about it. (laughs) Then she discovers that Alan was actually Alex's father with Nessa when she tries to get Nigel to cough up some cash because Alex wanted to buy one of Pat's flats. And then she finds out that Alex knew all along. And then there's, there's all these ruptures between Alex, Kathy and Roy and he threatens to go to Scotland, but they call a truce before he gets a chance to go. I don't know who that is that's going to Scotland. Alex. Could have been Roy.
1: It was definitely Alex.
0: Well, the way you wrote it. Sorry,
1: I've pardoned my notes.
0: The wedding looms, and Roy gets more and more uncomfortable about marrying Kathy. He starts to get rashes. He starts sleepwalking again, which he did before when Haley was sick. No,
1: no, no. That was... this
0: was this was how Haley found out she was sick, wasn't wasn't it? Yeah. She said, "Look, we both go to the doctor." It was
1: about his dad dying that, right. that set him off with sleepwalking. So he, before. he's
0: he's getting his um, sleepwalking comes back, and then he tells Tyrone and Brian what he's thinking. But unfortunately, this gets recording. Not recorded onto a dictaphone that kathy was using to recite her vows that
1: feels so so tropey doesn't it if, um, if somebody's got a dictaphone which who uses one of those these days something's going to get recorded onto that or either say it's going to get recorded onto that that it shouldn't be or someone's going to record over something very important
0: she hears it and ends it with him at the altar oh yeah for Roy jilted um, she leaves Roy's roles and moves, moves in with yasmine and Alex Goes in lives in special accommodation.
1: So this felt like the end of Cathy's first arc, didn't it? And it's surprising looking back on it how she had a good two years or so on the programme and it feels like it's a different character, a different life. I, I will sometimes forget that she went through all of this but this was her serious romantic going out with roy stage the whole wedding thing every i remember a whole section of the Cory fandom were up in arms at the very idea that roy could possibly go marry anyone else uh so soon after hayley i don't think i don't think we knew before the wedding whether or not they would go ahead or not i think they might have kept that one a secret It, it just feels like another life doesn't it yeah um 2017 and it's from this point onwards if you were to see my notes you would notice that it suddenly gets dramatically cut because, as you said, Cathy has been sidelined massively in the past few years. So 2017, she gets a job at the corner shop and Prima Donna where she bonds a bit with Chesney and Gemma and, and they kind of become her her new friends on the street, don't they? So where she's been in sort of serious adult relationships with the likes of um, with the likes of Roy and, and Carla maybe, now she's chumming up with these people that are, you half her age or or. I think more. it's supposed
0: to be quirky and whimsical, but it just comes across as a bit half-baked.
1: I just thought that when they took Cathy, stuck her in a prima donna outfit, gave her those pigtails, it just uh, it it's felt a bit demeaning a for the character. Yeah, no, it's, it's a shame, really. She
0: always had a bit of dig- dignity. She did. And Melanie Hill was very good at playing that, that side of, of mm. her. I think they've thrown their lot into... Kathy being a comic character. And you see, you see shades of her dramatic side and her more sensible side every, every so often. Well, we're starting Especially to see so Especially with bit the Yasmeen storyline, mm. it's where it's coming out now. But Only you'd in be forgiven and drops. to have forgotten that, that she was capable of, of that.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, Mel is, is a fun person in real life as well, because we've met her a couple of times. We've we'll maybe talking a bit I about haven't. that. Like, you, you've met her once. We met her on the bridge, didn't we? Oh. That was the first, that was, we'll talk about this bit now. That was our first sighting of corey actors in the world, I think. Because we we're not going to count Jenny McAlpine because we went to her office, op- and our office, <laughs> we went to her Where restaurant to try and track her down. But we were just walking through Media City over the bridge. And that's when Conor McIntyre came over and we like stopped him and they had a bit of a chat and said, like, oh, you Conor McIntyre. And then he walked off and then we walked a little bit further and Melanie Hill was coming. The they
0: drama. love it when you do that. I know, absolutely. Yeah, the
1: bridge. <laughs> and it's so so. Mel is a lot of fun, but I uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, this is when she also started a relationship with Brian, which they wanted to keep secret for a little while. I can't remember why for drama. Just for the drama. Kathy gets ends up getting stuck in Roy's bathroom then because that was at the time when Brian was living with Roy. She sneaks in there probably for a bit of hanky panky or something. Gets stuck in the bathroom. Roy comes back. And it all gets blown out because I suppose they didn't want to um, broadcast it because it hadn't been very long since she and Roy were going out. And I think probably Roy probably
0: sparing Roy's feelings, which is pointless, but really, because he has he, no emotions. He rations them quite <laughs> meanly.
1: <laughs> um she also, at the end of the year, got a booking to be Mrs Claus at the community centre Christmas Fate, but she couldn't do it because Brian accidentally gave her magic mushrooms after bringing them back from an outdoor trek. Now, we have been moaning about comedy Cathy, but that scene where she's on magic oh, mushrooms she was, was absolutely, absolutely bloody brilliant. That was
0: probably one of my highlights, the comedy highlights of that year for me. That's one she, of my
1: favourite Kathy moments. Yeah, it's yeah. her... It's really the, the, the side of Kathy that I was thinking that they need to downplay a little bit. And I wonder whether they saw things like that and thought, oh, there's a bit of comic potential in Kathy here. But she was brilliant.
0: She was so quirky and weird.
1: It was. Yeah. Oh,
0: I want to watch that scene again. She's she's like, she played it. I've
1: seen things. Like she's doing it like pointing upwards. and yeah. it's Just those eyes. She managed going to
0: play it in a not too hammy way.
1: Yeah, and it it. She's really
0: talented. It wasn't
1: a um. She's got
0: great comic a timing. A traditional
1: way as well. It wasn't just a uh, just act drunk sort of thing. No,
0: no, she was like conspiratorial That's yeah. it. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, in two thousand and eighteen, Brian, Kathy, and Alex move into number twelve together. Cats out the bag. Just all, just all uh, shack all shuck up together. Yeah. Um. At this point, Alex has been pretty much ad- abandoned by Nessa.
1: Yeah. Well, he he moved into that other accommodation for a bit. Um for um, people with uh, disabilities, didn't mm, he? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's back living at number 12. Not that we've ever seen any of this. And that's... We, we talked about this on the main podcast this week. If you, if I, if you were to take a random Correlation Street and say, so, where do these live at the moment? Where does Kathy, Brian so and Alex do you have, live? Does do they live still together? live with them? I believe he does.
0: Wow, well, OK. Have we, we ever seen
1: them there? She we,
0: tries to set up Chesney and Gemma despite us trying to warn her. Through the podcast, that it was a bad idea. <laughs> so, there's she's to blame for this, if anyone is. Brian and Kathy then decide to start a um, a dropped thread storyline where they go up against Daniel and Sinead to open um, a, a, a business in the unit that is empty opposite Prima Donna.
1: Yeah, they which wanted doesn't a hut.
0: Exist. What do you
1: mean?
0: There's no, there's nothing opposite Prima Donna apart from street cars. No. Let-
1: no, no, it's not opposite Prima Donna. It's opposite street, um, Speed Dial. Oh, I've written, written, I've written Prima Donna here. It's the, oh, it's I the see. one that's the old it's supposed to be the old council building or something. Yeah,
0: okay, and and, and we got by, really excited because one of the things that we every year or it seemed like we had spoken about quite a lot is what businesses would you like to see open and what changes do you want to see. And every year I'd say, oh, I want to see a pet shop. And, or any anything that's different and new. Anything. Mm. And we had two really good ideas proposed by two groups of characters that could actually be interesting. We had Kathy and Brian wanting to open a hardware store together. Okay, perhaps not the most inspirational of things, but Kathy and Brian in a hardware shop trying to sell hammers and, and technical supplies sounds quite funny to me. Or Daniel and Sinead opening a vintage clothing shop. So, so those were both really interesting things and business ideas that weren't just sort of ethereal and and uh what's the word not necessarily not necessarily real like Sinead's beard oil business (laughs) which I think is a fantasy that Carla's having well both
1: of these to be fair were it was like a battle of the businesses that the proprietors have only just declared that it's been their lifelong dream
0: yeah if they've been passionate about this for their entire lives, but kept it <laughs> a secret, which honestly, do you know what? I wish more people would do with their passions. I don't care. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> so um, nothing comes of either of it.
1: No, either. Daniel and Sinead end up buying it.
0: And then, and then she dies gets cancer, of cancer or something. Which so they I put think? that
1: idea on the back burner. And, and now this unit is still empty two years later.
0: Do you know what makes me think, Michael? What? She didn't want it enough.
1: No. No. But this is what they were going to turn into a bail hostel as well, that particular building. It but just like seems to be doomed. Anything,
0: and then they never put anything in there. Yeah. They need to open like an apple store. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also supports Brian during his bullying from, from Phil at school.
1: Yeah, that um, wasn't really a Cathy story, was it? But Jeff she was on the sidelines. him
0: to show him he's boss. <laughs> Begs Rita for a job at the cabin but um, really doesn't get on very well with Rita, who can be quite ornery when she wants to be. And uh, she gets fired.
1: Yes, but let's see who's uh, who's the last one laughing in this story because Cathy ends up buying it the next year. Well, no, uh, Brian buys it with Cathy in 2019 from Norris behind Rita's back and Rita's nose is put right out of joint there so she resigns.
0: I didn't shag and shack up with the guy who originally bought this place just to find myself bought out from underneath me by (laughs) you.
1: Well, it's never been the same since Norris owned it as well, even though it's Norris's name on the above the door yeah, it, or whatever like, if it's Rita's place really when, you know?
0: uh, when Norris bought Emily's house and it's like it's not your house Norris
1: it is Norris can't get a break Norris can is it. like, I feel Every, like whenever um, he invests in property everyone's like no, no.
0: <laughs> it's that like,
1: house is Emily's and that business is Rita's sorry you're Norris. just
0: paying the bills yeah <laughs> you might as well get married to both of them
1: <laughs> don't give him any ideas he's already got married to Mary just for storyline purposes anyway Rita resigns but then she comes back again when she's persuaded to return as manager is, is she still the manager of the house? I tell brand? you what
0: Rita is is to the cabin as the crows are to the Tower of London. If they ever leave, the disaster will befall the kingdom.
1: <laughs> so, Brian and Cathy. Uh, Brian, definitely, we see working there. Do we see Cathy working at the cabin? Not as
0: much. Kathy, Kathy, Sometimes she's there. Cathy's one
1: of these Shauna-likes who just can you Works know, put a hand to everything no and reason. work. She's sometimes at prima donna. She's sometimes at the shop, sometimes at the at the cabin.
0: Well, they have to... It's like she's going they to have be... To next, generate, th- next thing
1: we know, she's going to be um, sort of putting tattoos on at the tattoo shop, won't she?
0: They have to put people in lots of different shops and businesses and jobs so that they can have organic conversations with people that they have no business talking to normally mm.
1: and it's that's just, really
0: the only, the only reason anyone is employed in Coronation Street, so they've got a reason to talk to somebody else. About there's so many characters on
1: Coronation Street at the moment there's, there's so many um, so many characters, there's only so many jobs why, why isn't there enough so that we don't need to double people up on their jobs. Same
0: reason why not every, not all the houses are occupied, but everybody's got double
1: <laughs> double occupants. I think they've
0: got bunk beds.
1: So they are the new face of the cabin.
0: I reckon. Um, I reckon Adam and Sarah. I bet that in their room they've got one of those bunk beds that's got an office underneath it. You reckon? And that's where Adam does his work.
1: <laughs> um, this is roundabout when. Kathy sort of gets involved in the Kathy, uh, the Jeff and Yasmeen plot, which keep starts warming up mid two thousand and nineteen, because she's she's Yasmin's friend, and there was a bit where she she moves in with Yasmin as well, doesn't she? Sort of earlier on, I think we missed out of that. Um, oui. I missed that out from the notes, um, but Kathy and Yasmin have always got on. Um, and they're it's a bit of age, a similar age, aren't they? And they're, they're both
0: fairly educated and intelligent.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know how educated. Um, Kathy is, but she's very she. She's definitely. Well,
1: she's cultured. been losing IQ points by the year. She
0: definitely has got some. There's
1: some kind of brain worm. Well, Yasmin was always kind of the straight person in that particular friendship, I would say. Um, and there, but there was this one scene um, mid last year that I remember where Kathy takes Yasmin wine tasting. Do you remember the wine tasting episode? That's where Imran that gets Imran? sloshed as yeah, well. Brilliant and starts making um, wine puns, which obviously I appreciated very much. <laughs> um, So she she gets in, Yasmin gets in trouble with that. And also Kathy's involved in the story when she chokes on some crab shell that Yasmin's left in one of the canapes at a dinner party or something as well. So she's, so Jeff doesn't like the idea of Yasmin having Kathy as a friend or anybody as a friend. So he tries to manipulate things so that she kind of gets distanced and goes to the pancreas of their friendship circle. Um, she's also kind of involved in the quad story as well because of her chumminess with Chesney and Gemma. She sort of just Gemma. turns
0: up and pats them on the head every now and then but offers nothing in the right way of concrete support.
1: Yeah. just because like she's got a million jobs to attend well, just like to. There's anyone only so would. much she can do.
0: Who, whose friend had four kids. You'd be like, I'll give you moral support but I'm not doing any nappy changing or babysitting or anything. <laughs> no, to be fair, I think Kathy has done a few b- bits of babysitting. I think she But has. only so Gemma can can sleep.
1: Well, it's because they don't get Emily to rely on for babysitting Emily. anymore, isn't it? Emily uh, yeah. Emily used to be the street's go-to babysitter. I think, I
0: think even this is beyond Emily's powers.
1: You're, you're right, I think. I don't She's think she'd be able octopus. to manage.
0: <laughs> Although, octopuses get eaten by their young, don't they? Do they? I think the, the female octopus lays, like, millions of eggs in a cave and then dies and then the babies eat her uh. corpse. Which is kind of similar to humans. Well,
1: Emily's definitely not any of that because I've never seen her eggs, lay any eggs.
0: No. Uh, 2020, so this year, 2020, she gets suspicious of Jeff, she seems torn over the idea that Yasmin may be a drunk. She, um, Brian sort of gets himself involved and takes Jeff's side a little bit and tries to sort of pull her away from the friendship, especially after they have a lunch together and, um...
1: Cathy starts going on about, aren't men awful?
0: <laughs> and most women go, yeah.
1: But Yasmin's been conditioned to well, defend was, Jeff.
0: Yeah, Jeff wasn't even there, was Repres-
1: he? he? Yeah, he was there. Okay. The representative of all mankind.
0: The, the, the prince among men. Mm. Um, yeah, so she's like, oh, how dare you say that about about my lovely Jeff? Get out, basically. And she gets her nose put out, of joint mm. by that.
1: And and she's, since then, again, just she's taken a back seat, hasn't she? But she and Eileen are just slowly starting to
0: well they've got jigsaw pieces and they don't know that they've got to make a jigsaw you don't know out of that them.
1: you can rotate a jigsaw piece and have it slot into place they're just trying to bash these edges together that don't quite fit they're close uh, they she, went along to the plea hearing didn't they
0: they seem to be i think i think kathy is now firmly on yasmin's side oh yeah
1: definitely uh, she just needs to do something <laughs>
0: she also gets wound up by Bur- by bernie who's working in prima donna getting drunk on cider and so she decides to get to get stuck in as well and they both finish early mm. now if that w- wasn't the best demonstration of how different Kathy is now to when she first came in the show. I really couldn't think of a better anecdote to to demonstrate she, that.
1: She seemed so straight laced at the beginning, didn't she? Well,
0: she she had sort of her problems, and she could have a bit of a laugh and everything. But she really was a kind of a a, a pair, a mate for for Roy in mm. the same way that Haley was not not similar to Roy, but complimented him and um, was gregarious where he was, you know was shy and withdrawn Mm. and friendly and and understood his quirks and now she just feels very one-dimensional
1: yeah I I can't see current Kathy going to an arts gallery with Roy they've dumbed her down some of the sometimes she doesn't know things or sometimes there'll be like a word that she hasn't heard of or wasn't she the one that uh, somebody said somebody mentioned the word vendetta and Kathy said isn't that a posh ice cream I think it was Cathy that's, that's the sort of thing bit, that she would silly. that she would say now and it, it's a real shame but like I said Mel is a fun person we, we talked about earlier about meeting her at um, Over the Bridge but then when I did the Corrie Cast quiz um, a couple of years ago and I went to Manchester um, I, was on a, I, was on a, I was on a quiz team with Melanie Hill and we ended up getting in a car together driving back Oh I got we both got a lift back in a car to um Media City and on our walk Mel home we, we were kind of linked arms walking through Media City as I as I took her back to um to the place that she was staying and we had a lovely old chat. She was great. Um and, and a, a real, real good laugh, but uh, it, it just feels like a bit too much of that has has seeped into Kathy's personality and, well, it's, and it's not Mel, it. she it's not Mel's fault. It's, no, no, no. It seems like she, the, the writers the like that. The character,
0: the character, has the potential to balance that against some bit more serious, dramatic things. But as as always, there's there's little space for that in in a show with such a massive cast. Mm. And Roy was very much the focus of the show when Kathy came in because of Havy, and it made sense to to sort of bring a character in as his potential love interest in kind of a similar way to what i would expect them to do with daniel yeah. um but but it's it's a testament to to her talent and um the character that she's remained beyond that initial introduction to stay in the show for so long and i I really mm. don't mind silly kathy i quite like her i find her quite charming and fun but it is just a bit irritating because it feels as though we're missing part of, of her potential. But I say that about everybody. Is
1: she, is she, it just seems like she's a bit. They, they stick her in to say something funny every now and again. She needs something she's meaty. Turned,
0: she's turned ditzy, and she never used to be quite so. Mm. So ditzy. She was a so, bit like Doolally, but I think that's different. Like I think you can be eccentric and strange. I mean, she was
1: eccentric in a way stupid. that she was. She was a hoarder at the beginning, wasn't she? But yeah, serious hoarder.
0: I know, and also, I don't don't know how easy it is to rehabilitate yourself from hoarding. I think it's actually one of these things that people are a bit um, flippant about, but it actually can be incredibly dehabilitating. And unless you actually address the underlying issue, which isn't, I've got too much stuff, it's some psychological problem. I mean, the people who literally just have too much stuff, they're easy to sort out. But people like Cathy, who are traumatised by something... And then that leads to hoarding behaviour. It's a slightly different prospect. And I don't know that just setting fire to it and moving on with your life is how most people would deal with that problem. Mm,
1: yeah. And
0: she's never done it again either. She's never really... No. I think there might have... Maybe I'm remembering some something where she started...
1: I don't remember. ...gathering
0: things. But it is odd that she, she had such a big issue and it just literally went up in smoke.
1: Mm, literally. Um... What do you think of the the pairing between Kathy and Brian? I get when it started, it was like, oh, it's one of Roy's friends, and she used to be engaged to Roy, and now she's going out with him. all oh, what a blah it, it feels like it feels a bit like he's holding her back. The trouble but is, we used to think we used to really really like Brian, Brian and used I don't to be
0: funny. Yeah,
1: yeah, he did, and he he's always, both of
0: them down.
1: I don't think that Brian was ever. He was always a bit dumb because he was the comedy buffoonish headmaster, but. I don't know what it was. We used to really, really like Brian when, when he, was he was going with out Julie, with Julie. There was just something about that that worked. And when he was part of the John Stape storyline, which was a story, which was a story that we really enjoyed, he went off to Wales, didn't he? And it's that that felt like that was the end of Brian. Then they brought him back, and it's like brilliant. But I, I don't. Yeah, I was just so excited when they brought him back. It's just not quite recaptured the old Brian.
0: It's because he's gullible. Now he's come back. He's like weak and gullible, and and a bit. Cartoonish, and I don't remember him being like that before. No, it was a bit more subtle and nuanced, I think.
1: Yeah, he he really really was.
0: I need to watch older episodes of him just and to see him, Julie. Yeah, I really love Julie as well. I know,
1: I know, totally. They were they were a really really lovely couple. Do you think that Brian and Kathy could sustain a serious storyline now? No, now,
0: I don't know.
1: Like. Imagine if somebody came blackmailing Kathy or imagine if no. Because I, I would say that Peter Gunn and Melanie yeah, Hill
0: both capable. could
1: do it, but would it feel weird to have those two having a story like that? It'd almost be like giving, you know, Kirk and Beth a storyline. Like like that. I don't I know whether it just because, doesn't necessarily it's fit because the characters.
0: Peter Gunn is so funny and sarcastic in real life that they they've given him more of a comedy side to Brian mm. because like we've, we heard him in um, the, the, um, sofa cinema club, he was in the first episode when they talked about the Miley Cyrus movie. Cause mm. he was in that film and he was also part of the quiz. He was, he
1: was great and on the quiz last week. He was really funny
0: from what I heard.
1: He's he was very, very witty. witty. Yeah, he really, really was. So
0: I, I think that. Um, but the thing is, Brian's not witty. He's buffoonish and stupid. Mm. And I think I'd prefer, I think he will, did used to be a bit wittier, Brian. And it, and and Coronation Street always seems to be threatened by cultured, intelligent people, and and sort of either makes them stupid for being clever, or evil in some way, or mm. or it takes them down a peg or two until they sort of have a lobotomy and, and turn, turn
1: silly. Yeah. I mean, talking to serious stories, this Yasmine and Jeff thing is just a little bit frustrating to me because they they could be, her, her and Eileen could be the key to solving this, but they've sidelined that in favour of the Sally and now Faye element to the story. And I, I want to see Kathy and Eileen put their heads together. We've had so little of it. There was one scene in Eileen's house a month or so ago, I remember, where they're going, "Oh, wasn't uh, uh, what doesn't they say? Oh, uh, don't you think that Jeff's a bit weird? Mm, yeah, this is a bit strange. Anyway, let's let's not talk about it. And then we'll go to the plea hearing. Oh, oh, what do you think? Do you, you know, that they, they yeah, could have, they could have some really great scenes where Eileen and Kathy were putting their head together and investigating this, and you know. The, the cogs were turning and and then they found the key evidence but it just feels like they're not going to but that would be that would be a really it perfect would be a very
0: good and and powerful kind of number one it would be good to have a middle-aged woman's story that doesn't revolve around men and it would also be good from a perspective of Friendships in Coronation Street, which they love, love to abandon and not develop whatsoever. Mm. Because the thing that ties those three characters together is, is female friendship. Yeah, and and they really don't have a good track record of depicting, especially female friendships. Loads of pally m- bloke friends, all that you know.
1: But only drinking know, buddies. they no, don't... but
0: yeah, but Kevin and and Tim and um, Steve and you know what I mean. They really. They're always chatting with each other and just sitting around and and um, yeah, drinking and whatever. But it it at least that's a it's realistic something. depiction of of what m- most men experience as as, as a friendship. Mm. I mean, it, it's kind of I, I don't want to say it's sexist, but it is a bit telling that the last time that Kathy and Yasmeen really had a conversation, that it turned into a bitch fest, where mm. one of them got kicked out and now they're not talking to each other, as though. Coronation Street can't bear to imagine female friendships. Mm. I just really, honestly, I think what you say is right, and it would be really lovely to see Kathy and Eileen because Eileen hasn't had much. Eileen's had so little to
1: do since the Pat story, and I love Eileen, and I know that she she gets a bit of a bad rap among fans sometimes because she's so gullible.
0: Well, she also is really unlucky in love and yeah. it's boring to continuously that,
1: watch. That does seem to be her story. At
0: least Kathy hasn't had a, a series of failed relationships. No, but
1: that, that, having Eileen be one of the people to help take Jeff down would be really good for her character because it is something different and seems, well, also seems it was, brilliant It would sort of
0: be um, restorative for her character to be part of Unmasking a villain yeah. when she had been fooled for so long.
1: Yeah, with Pat. With Pat. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, may, maybe that maybe once once Yasmin is eventually freed, which obviously will have to happen, if Yas, maybe <laughs> Kathy will, you know, step up and be there to help rehabilitate oh, her be because nice. and there could be some. Maybe nice she could bonding move in with her for a bit. As
0: long as you don't stick her oar
1: in. Yeah, maybe. Um what else have we got to say? Um I'd like, to, I'd like to see more of Kathy and Brian's home life because I don't think we've seen anything of their flat together since they've moved in there. Have it we tr- ever
0: seen inside it?
1: Yes, but not since they've moved there. Oh. Like, we're talking years since they've had it. I a, wonder
0: what it would look like inside.
1: Yeah, what are there?
0: What were kind of furniture? I reckon everything's... Oh, you know, like, there was a period in time in the 90s where people liked to have orange walls painted with sponges. Oh, yeah, have a bit that. of
1: rag rolling, or yeah. Something. And
0: like, um, I bet she'd have furniture painted blue with like stars and moons. And I don't. I can't like even that. imagine. Or that. like, or like those. You know, remember also in the nineties, every like little shopping center had a weird, like ethnic shop with with like bamboo furniture and and incense and crystals and and like I can um, see dream Kathy catchers. Being into that.
1: But I don't know whether Brian would be. We went into their house when we went on the set tour. We went into the door at number twelve, and they had some like old. I think it's like, like Toby oh, jugs or isn't it? it's or all... um, cuckoo clocks or something yeah. like that. Now I don't know it's whether it's there for them or whether it's just been there.
0: It looked for like years. to me. It looked like they, that's where they store weird things that go on walls. Yeah, because yeah. it was everywhere was just covered with, like you say, bric-a-brac.
1: Mm, Yeah. Um... Then we've got do it, Nessa.
0: I'd like to see Nessa back. She was a vindictive cow, and it was great.
1: I think she could be could come back to stir up trouble, but I don't think um I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't say anything more. I mean, maybe that could be a serious story. Something awful happens to Nessa. I'd I, I just just like them to have have a go at giving them something serious to do, or, or something with Alex, because Alex is another character that's been in the show for what four years now. And it He's feels rarely
0: done anything, he and he, do is anything. A, he is a favorite of, of people, isn't he? People he is for some people, yeah. Seeing him on the show.
1: So I mean, uh, but I feel that we don't really know Alex at all.
0: We, I found it difficult to understand much about Alex from the plots that we have been given of him, which seems to be him getting drunk and things and and sort of mucking about but then i never knew what the show was trying to say to me about about that and i think they got a bit worried about representing people disabled people and and how to to show their lives as independent mm-hmm. and i think it's e- easy so easy to to be misinterpreted as well mm-hmm. about That's... what do you know what i mean because it's like it did, it did feel a bit um like he should be, he should have been protected a bit more from what he was, what was going, what was happening to him. But equally, he has the right to independence as a grown adult man. You mm. know, so it felt like there was a massive. It really felt like there was an interesting debate there, but they shied away from from it. And I could, you know, it's understandable because I don't, I, I don't. Well, I wish I knew more about it.
1: Mm. Do you remember um, there was some? There was a bit um, last year where Alex got money from Rick Nealon, didn't he? And. Kathy yes. and Brian got involved in that a little bit because they had to go to Rick's to try and pay off what Alex. Yeah, he
0: he yeah he borrowed money. That's right.
1: Yeah, so they tried. They had to go and and, and took, clear his debts.
0: Yeah, they took advantage of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, g- g- make Alex me care the, about Alex, Alex more because I, I don't at the moment. I know
0: you don't
1: really. I'm I'm, I'm not an Alex fan, but it's I think it is partly because they they don't know what to do with him and they. They're, they're making him oh, i don't know it, it's really hard
0: yeah
1: they're, they try and make out like he's sort of cool and gets drunk and everything but we don't we just hear him talking about it like I oh I, I i i got really drunk last night
0: i don't know i i don't honestly know mm. he um he can be very sassy like you said uh about him with the with telling Adam off and recently actually he's been in a few scenes and he's always been he's been quite confrontational with people hasn't he yeah but again you have to be careful about you know patronising and, and sort of saying oh look he can be he can be mean too that's you what it I mean? that's it's what it feels about. like I've, a always, I've, I've always felt I've always felt that about Alex it feels a bit patronising but I don't feel qualified to make a judgement on it to mm. say for you know because I don't know yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's good. It's, I'm glad that he's in the show. He doesn't appear very much. It'd be nice to see a bit more of him. Because um, I, it's also weird that he was, um, he knew all along that Nessa was his.
1: Yeah, no, that, that was that, odd. No, that Alec Alan was his, was his dad, real dad. Yeah, and he never said anything. No, I I want to see him. Develop a relationship with somebody, and it doesn't have to, and I'm not necessarily meaning well, a romantic he relationship. He, yeah, he does. He, he did with Gemma a little bit, didn't he? They were yeah, racing fancied him. Her. Yeah, but they, they're just because he appears so infrequently. And that felt patronising as well, to be honest. Like she was like going,
0: well, oh, yeah, but you know, we'll never.
1: Like, yeah. Like
0: it's sweet that you fancy me, and it's sweet, it's it's funny that you think you have a chance. That's how, that's it's just it feels mm. a bit icky. Mm.
1: So. Um, I don't know why we d-
0: dissolved into really um, controversial territory there with Alex, who's not even the subject of this. Well, I
1: mean, he's he's tangentially linked, isn't he?
0: Well, yeah, he's... I mean, it doesn't really matter um, what happened with Alan. He's still her nephew, still... Yeah.
1: Um, I, I think lots of... Um, Fans of lots of viewers, especially short-term viewers, might be mistaking in thinking that Kathy is Alex's mum. Well, sometimes
0: he, she, well, she, she's a more of a mum to Alex than Neville has been, and she actually looks out for him and has his best interests in heart. Mm. And there have been some really sweet scenes between him and and Kathy. You know, where she kind of jokes around with him and looks out for him, and he has a bit of a, a mucking about with her and mm. little jo- joshing and joking about.
1: It's a bit. It reminded me a bit of. Um, Beth and Sinead versus, um, is it Arlene uh, and Sinead? <laughs> yeah. and, and Beth is, is is almost like the mum to her when she's only just her auntie, really. So maybe if something tragic happens to Alex and we get to see Kathy... Be sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that, I think, is about all we've got to say about Kathy. But really... well, you know
0: what I will say? It's better to have Alex in the show and not get it quite right...
1: Oh, and then to say, oh I'm no, we represent... don't we oh gosh, yeah. we can't
0: do that properly, so we just won't even try. Yeah, you're right,
1: you're right, absolutely. Um And
0: we are seem to be the only people that say anything or have a problem with him, so I don't know we could just be the only ones who Oh
1: yeah, maybe so. sorry, no. <laughs> anyway. Um I say that Melanie Hill is a really valuable asset to Coronation Street. They've got a really strong. great, strong actress there. They just don't always quite know what to do with her. Is this and not I, how
0: we end most of our character profiles. And if only they gave this person more to do.
1: I, I, I think that she's being underused. I'm I. i I'm kind of hoping that it's going to be... Eventually, they'll just find the right story for her because Yasmeen, again, was criminally true, underused for a long true. time and we knew yeah. that there was a brilliant actress underneath all of that. Well she's
0: always been a b she'd always demonstrated that, Michael. But she
1: she has sometimes been a bit of a comedy character, not maybe to the extent that Kathy's no. been buffoonized. But she just needed the chance to shine and show what she's capable of. And I think that Cathy is a very relatable character. Yeah, she's definitely she looks down to her. She's down to earth, She looks like she has had a life. She's she an interesting, full life. She's could have gathered so much kind of wisdom on her time <laughs> on this earth. Um, she, yeah, she she's just feels like a normal person, whereas some the, there's so many characters on Cory and, and, and other soaps, I'm sure, that feel a bit fake or feel like they're glammed up.
0: Oh, but, definitely. She's got more to her than most of these young New characters that get introduced with one boring quirk. Yeah. Which is normally I'm I'm like a nymphomaniac.
1: Or or they're glowed up to look sexy on the street all the time and, and Kathy stays true to Coronation Street's roots and that she she feels like
0: <laughs> she's not a, glamorous. A, a
1: proper northern lady who's who's at, who's had our times.
0: Well the, and she's
1: scrimped and say for everything, you know.
0: Yes. Uh, the thing about all these curry women is it always sounds really insulting when you say this, but in, in real life all of them are stunningly beautiful and and fabulous looking, and always manage to sort of glow, you know, glow mm. up for these events and look glamorous and wonderful.
1: Yeah, and 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 Mel does as well for the events. That's but in, what I'm saying. Yeah, but but in Cory they 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 don't
0: they gross up her up all the time. <laughs> look, you need to just imagine whenever you do a character profile, what what how you would feel. If the person you're talking about was listening to this, I'm
1: saying that I'm she's a very know. realistic woman. <laughs>
0: Nobody wants to hear, hear that they're a realistic looking. I'm woman. saying that she's not fake. I know, I know, but I know. So
1: the fact that so many she's a sort of person that I imagine a lot of viewers could relate to, I think that they need to give her a storyline that will that that can that can harness that that can take advantage well, of that. Just
0: her talents would be nice
1: absolutely absolutely um take advantage of her while you can cory because you may miss her if she goes
0: yeah yeah so watch out
1: (laughs) so that is that is kathy matthews yeah oh
0: dear
1: what i think we've been generally pretty positive about her
0: i think so too
1: i think so too so what do you think listeners like kathy think she's been underused want to get rid of her prefer her with roy
0: yeah. Is there still a chance for her and Roy to get back together?
1: I mean, there, there, there could well be. It could be a tale of, you know, they weren't quite ready to get married back in 2015, 16, whatever it was. And then she goes off with Brian and then... She...
0: It really could have worked out between her and Roy. I know it was too soon, but I think people would have accepted it by now.
1: I, th- I, I think by now they would have done and I mean, that would have been such a massive change. Cory would... Okay. Very Roy would be very different. Kathy would be very different. It's just the outcome of that one really episode could like have Roy's... set Cory on a completely different path.
0: Roy seems to be eternally in search of a family since Salie's died, mm. and and he keeps taking people under his under his wing. And it, I wonder how easy that would have how how natural that would have felt if mm. he had had a wife. Like, all this stuff with Nina.
1: I wonder what... Have we seen much of Kathy and Nina? I can't remember whether we've... Not really. ...seen anything. Because so I imagine that they'd get on quite nicely. I think... Yeah. But I wonder if, if Roy had ended up marrying Kathy, would they have needed... Nina. To, would they have needed Nina and and, and No, Richard? I know,
0: exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm. And him taking Shona in, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It would have been harder if he'd been married to Kathy. Mm.
1: Interesting.
0: Who, knows? Who, Who knows? knows?
1: Parallel Universe, Coronation Street. mm <laughs> that's it okay. that is it thank you everybody for listening um if you would like to let us know your thoughts on kathy then you can email us in at conversationstreet at gmail.com where you can tweet us or facebook us or write comments on the youtube video about it whatever do you like kathy do you not like her what could you do to improve kathy
0: what storyline would you like to see her in yeah and who would you like would you like her to be with royal or brian and did
1: you remember that scene when mel hill was in the bill and she, she tried to feed Jim Carver liqueur chocolates. Why does that stay in my head so much? I don't really know.
0: We'll never know. I it was didn't one imagine of these it. These are answerable questions.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with more Corrie stuff.
0: <laughs> so Bye. see you then.
1: The music for this podcast. Anyway. No? Music. Music for this podcast came from PodcastThemes.com.